0: Swimcast is recorded live in front of a feline audience. I'm Andrew.
1: I'm Jessica.
0: And this is Swimcast.
1: Remote edition number two. This yes. time I'm coming to you from a blanket fort, as instructed by our audio engineer. Because <laughs> apparently I sounded too echoey last time. Like I was coming to you live from the shower.
0: Yes. <laughs> I can only imagine. It might have been an improvement just to set up in the bathroom.
1: <laughs> yeah. Live from a blanket fort. Well, it's as, as we discussed earlier, it was like an homage to our to our
0: friends over at The Greatest Jen doing their, their naked now, so live from the
1: bathtub, so. <laughs> <laughs> right. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I still, I still haven't collected enough egg cartons to staple to my wall. <laughs> to <laughs> <give> me my <laughs> the full, full, full Damn stable. it, Jessica. <laughs> I love, I love that that's, that's the instant way to get a, a eyes out of you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hear that, everybody? That's how you sound for room, egg cartons. No! <laughs> I'm being triggered. <laughs> <sighs>
1: Alright. Okay. Uh, Alright, let's get
0: on with the silliness
1: before I
0: overheat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're not going to talk about what's happened, because really not much has happened in our lives. Uh, I don't think anything yeah. really worth talking about.
1: Yeah, I've constructed a blanket fort. <laughs> End
0: of list. Okay, well, this is a also a special episode because we're going to flip it up. We're going to flip it. Flip it up, up, up. We're going to flip it. Flip it up, up, up. <laughs> so that means... I'm making Jessica watch a movie that I've chosen. Now this is an actual teen movie from the 80s. And I think as we've discussed before, I watched a ton of movies in the 80s, but I really wasn't into the teen genre movies. Those ones I usually avoided. But this is an actual... uh, Yeah, it is an actual teen movie and it's from the 80s and it's not one of the Usually, dark and twisted movies that I would have watched, and there's no way that I can get Jessica to watch.
1: Yeah, no. We need, we need is to Is not.
0: It. Yeah, it's not directed by David Lynch. Oh, God. Yeah. Or, or, or Cronenberg.
1: Yeah, no. I don't want any, like, human centipede nonsense. I want lighthearted, <laughs> like, comedy teen romps.
0: This is definitely of that category. It fits the bill.
1: And it's totally a surprise you sometimes i've successfully surprised you but other times we've sort of discussed based on like limited availability i've had to you know <laughs> you've noticed yes, that this, time what we're gonna watch i this literally time, have no idea all you told me exactly is that it's on the ctv app which I, I, I scrolled through and tried to figure out which, what it could be, and I still have no clue, so...
0: Yes, I've definitely kept this a well-hidden secret, which means, uncharacteristically, I've had to do some research for the show today.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, man. I've, like, I, 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 start, I actually am having the anxiety of, like, not being in control. <laughs> this is <laughs> good for me. It's like therapy.
0: Okay. Well, the movie that we're going to watch is from 1985. It's called Real Genius, featuring Val Kilmer.
1: Real, I've never even heard of this.
0: Okay, have you heard of Val Kilmer?
1: Yes, of course. The best Batman, the best Batman, I won't hear any different, (laughs) controversial fake.
0: Well, I checked on IMDb, he has over 100 TV and movie credits. So, Val, this is an early Val Kilmer. Because oh yeah, like, this would
1: be pre Top Gun, right? Probably, if he's a teen. Yes, it is. Because
0: ah. uh, Top Top Gun, I think was maybe '89. I think he only has one movie before this uh, called Top Secret, and uh, that was the year before in 1984. I also know that movie. And uh, that is something that I will probably make you watch in the future.
1: <laughs> if we can find it in the vault and, and
0: Yeah. And uh, as I was kind of going through the IMDb list of Val Kilmer's credits, I'm going through these movies and going, oh, my God, we're going to end up watching a lot of Val Kilmer movies. Because <laughs> <laughs> I really like Val Kilmer.
1: <laughs> He's doing like a lot Val of cool Kilmer. stuff.
0: So yeah, anyway, there, there were uh, a the few doors, of the other the movies. The door is really appropriate yes. for this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So yeah, Top Secret was 84. Real Genius, the movie today, is 1985. Uh, he, yeah, Top Gun. He was in True Romance. Uh, Batman Forever, as you just mentioned. A movie that I definitely want to make you watch, if it's not a crossover, is The Saint. Uh, did you watch that one?
1: No, but I've heard of it. That's like later 90s, right? It's like an action movie. Yeah. It's like a cop movie. Yeah,
0: 97. Movie. 97. Uh, oh, okay. It's all about cold fusion and spies. <laughs> what? I
1: thought it was like a detective cop movie.
0: No, not at all. Oh,
1: alright
0: then. Yeah. And that, was, uh, it, that movie blew my mind because he was a spy. And one of the things that he had is he had a Nokia phone that was one of those slider phones that you turn sideways and then all of a sudden you had a QWERTY keyboard.
1: Oh yes, sidekick.
0: And yeah, and (laughs) that that was featured in that movie before it was made mainstream.
1: Well night! oh, (laughs) kitty cameo.
0: Pico, the teen cat, stop biting your mama. (laughs) Yeah, Pico's in here complaining about something. Hi Pico, what are you up to? (laughs) <laughs> you just grum. You just grumbly. <laughs> yeah, anyway, so as soon as that phone became available, I had one of those phones because I had to have that phone. <laughs> oh
1: man! In '97. Yeah, uh, that was
0: right? that was new technology.
1: Like, I'm trying like to it didn't.
0: It didn't come out until, like, 98, at least, to, that oh, at least. Like to the Cause, general public, yeah.
1: Because I, I got my first cell phone in, like, 2000, and it was one of the Nokia bricks. Like, it didn't slide. It was just that, like, indestructible, you know, it weighed about three pounds. Um, <laughs> and it's just like, and then you could change the face plates on it. Like, that was the big novelty. I think I think I've I think nice. I just I think i told tale of this one before because I made it play Get Busy by Sean Paul <laughs> using the like keyboard music <laughs> and that was my ringtone. Yeah, I've definitely told that story <laughs> before.
0: It's a good story. Though. Cool.
1: Very on and on topic of
0: our podcast. Quickly, two other movies he's been in. He was in The Love Guru, and uh, he was in MacGruber as. <laughs> <laughs> He was Yes, he was in Magruber as Dieter von Kant. Oh god. I haven't seen either
1: of those, but I, I'm aware of them because it Apparently it's like the twenty year anniversary of MacGruber the other day. I saw a tweet was. Oh four my day. god.
0: <laughs> oh how shocking. that can't be twenty years since Magruber.
1: Maybe fifteen.
0: Wow. Two thousand
1: five? Oh. Yeah, that sounds about right.
0: Wow, that's uh, that's painful to think. I love It's <laughs> so weird. <laughs> okay, so should I read the synopsis of the movie then?
1: No, I want to be surprised. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, we you can read it after, and we'll see we'll see how how accurately it describes what you're about to make me watch. I want to be surprised though.
0: <laughs> okay, because I have it set up to read. I think it does describe the movie too well. In- okay. In a very short amount of space. <laughs>
1: okay, okay, go for it then. Go for it.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. I have to pick up the phone. Oh, shoot. shoot. shoot, shoot, shoot. Damn it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Technology. Great, great audio
1: content, Andrew.
0: <laughs> okay, here it is. Mitch Taylor is one of the youngest students ever to be accepted at a university known for its programs for geniuses. He partners up with his roommate, science club legend, Chris Knight, on a project to develop a high powered laser together, (laughs) together with their hyperkinetic friends. They employ their intellects in a pursuit of bigger blasts, practical jokes and a deeper understanding of what real genius means. When they find out their professor intends to turn their work over to the military for use as a weapon, they decide to get even. And that um, really, that is really the movie.
1: So it's like, it's so, it's so, it's some, like, zany teen hijinks mixed with some Cold War propaganda. It's fantastic.
0: Absolutely. And this is also something where Val Kilmer is playing a character who gets, because he's such a genius, he's accepted early into university. He's playing a 15 year old in real life. He was 26 when he met. I was
1: was just going to guess 26.
0: (laughs) Yes. And I was, ah, the outrage. Cause we, we've talked about this before, how this really messed me up as a kid, thinking that these people were, teenagers or yeah. 20 years old and really they're hitting 30
1: yeah exactly <laughs> well i i mean that's good pre-warning because i'm probably going to find val kilmer super hot in this movie so <laughs> i'm glad <laughs> i'm glad doing 26 in
0: advance i looked at a picture and i go there's no way that he could be 15 or 16 <laughs> in this movie. He does not look like that. So right. everyone else must look even older. Oh my God, there's
1: going to be some amazing like extras in the background that are 45, 46 years old.
0: Right. When I yeah. look through the credits, I only recognize Val Colmer's name. Now, I'm hoping that when we watch this, we'll there'll be the, some that guys. Oh, and, yeah, for sure. Oh, guaranteed yeah. there will be,
1: for sure. I'm,
0: I'm sure we'll recognize, hopefully, more people. But just by their names alone, I was like, uh, only know the lead. Okay. <laughs> okay, Excellent. so I guess uh, let's throw to movie.
1: All right, let's do it.
0: Okay, we're back from the movie. <laughs> Jessica, what did you think?
1: Um, I feel like I just watched five straight episodes of Big Bang Theory, complete <laughs> with commercials.
0: <laughs> that is fair because of the CTV app. <laughs> yeah. We, we were forced to watch commercials. I'm surprised
1: I didn't get a commercial for Bang, Big Bang Theory while watching it, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> That's not fair. Okay, so yeah, this movie was definitely way better than Big Bang Theory. I really liked it, and I can definitely see how Big Bang Theory stole from it in many, many ways.
0: I'm sure it was on their uh, watch list, for sure.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, there were so many bizarre things watching this movie again, because I haven't seen this in, like, ages. I like don't
1: since the 80s?
0: <laughs> I don't know if I've watched it maybe one time in between, but it's been... Uh, probably, well, (laughs) two decades since I've, at least since I've seen it. So there were a few things in my head that I didn't quite get. I have to make a correction already that Val Kilmer is not the 15-year-old going to university. Val Kilmer is playing a fourth-year university student, so like 22. And yeah. Again, he's really in real life. He was 26, so eh, acceptable. <laughs> acceptable yeah. 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 And so there were a few details that I had gotten muddled up <laughs> with the passage of time. Yeah, I was surprised too that this movie, I would say overall, uh, holds up. I mean, it's it's a it's a funny movie. There are not too many horrible things that. Uh, make it Uh not age well there are some but (laughs) overall it's it's watchable without too much cringe
1: oh yeah definitely well i'm wondering if it's held up hold up (laughs) i wonder if it's held up or if it's just like it's got it's so old that it's sort of now steeped in like Perfect, like retro nostalgia. Like it's not like the '90s <laughs> or the early 2000s that are still too close, you know? Right. Where right. there's like, like there's been so many like generations of things in between. So, like the fashion and stuff, like there's stuff that's definitely 80s, and you're like, oh, this is a period piece, you know? <laughs> right. Or and then some of it is just like so dope, and it's like come back into style. But just, like, so many things I was coveting.
0: But there are so many things that I can think of from the 80s that we just don't think like that anymore. And luckily, there isn't too much of that in the movie. There's there's a bit, but in general, it's about young guys being crazy in university and being super smart.
1: Yeah,
0: definitely. Yeah, like, I don't think there was a single
1: gay joke. There was one. There was one. Oh, was there... (laughs)
0: <laughs> when it might have
1: passed me by in my. It was. Numerous technical
0: difficulties. It was very subtle, but it was there when the professor, Jerry, comes in, and and breaks <laughs> <Sorry>. up. <laughs> yeah, breaks up the party, because he was uh, he'd been pulled away from the TV set where he does his TV show, and because yes. he's a TV scientist as well, and so he breaks up the party. And then on his way out, somebody says, are you wearing makeup? And then one of one of the 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 good looking women at the party kind of just make, you know, raises an eye and does this weird like hand hand gesture. But that was it. A limp wrist? No, it wasn't even a limp wrist. It was kind of like a, yeah, you know, (laughs) (laughs) it was it, it, it was very subtle. That was about the that was the only gay joke in the movie. Uh
1: Right, and that was that was like it, proximal it, to like the major sex the only major sexism of the movie too.
0: Yeah, there were a couple of things, but I mean well, first of all, okay, let's go into Cute Boys, Mila Kunis's and Maya Rudolph's because it's a desert for me. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz this this movie technically other than the nerd girl, it really didn't have. She was cute. The, they didn't have a lot of women in this movie. Like she was th- the only one. There was a couple others who we'll get to in a minute. Yeah. But this was a nerd bro movie.
1: <laughs> it was a nerd. Well, it was Big Bang Theory. And yeah. It
0: was yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Exactly. All right. So if we're gonna if we're gonna go cute boys and Mila Kunis, well, like I, I predicted beforehand. Val Kilmer. <laughs> and I'll stick by that assessment.
0: Oh, I, I'll 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 agree like with you because way. I I'll, I'll agree with you because he was a uh, like a heartthrob at that age.
1: Oh, absolutely. But like obviously very eighties with like the hair, but like his style, like he was supposed to be like this kind of like he was playing a super genius, but he wasn't playing a nerd, and yes. he wasn't playing like a leading man. Like he was like he was really eccentric. His character. Right, and but was he was like, like it was really funny, where he like just didn't give a fuck, and like that was kind of was supposed to explain his clothes that were supposed to be like all weird and quirky, but they were actually like really awesome. And like if you went to Brooklyn or something nowadays, you'd probably see <laughs> everyone dressed like that. In the best t-shirts, he was wearing a monkey's t-shirt.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. There a, were all sorts the of heart, cool one.
1: I heart toxic waste was a good one. <laughs> And there was like a lots of Harley, yeah, Harley Davidson one. Right. Yeah. No, they were they were awesome, like vintage teeth.
0: Indeed. Yeah. He, if it was a, a different kind of movie, he would be like the cool jock. But he he just exactly. had he just happened to be a super genius. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. They're... A few years later, he's Iceman.
1: <laughs> yeah. Also, I'm going to throw you a curveball
0: here. <laughs> are, Lion- <laughs> are you going to go, Laszlo?
1: Oh, yeah, I'm gonna go, Laszlo. Wow. <laughs> minus, okay. Minus the hair. Okay. <laughs> minus the hair. But yeah, it was, like, child, it's like, Chal, has got good bone structure. His character ended up being, like, not weird and creepy, but, like, a really good dude that kind of saved the day. Exactly.
0: But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay cause they fair. set it up
1: like he was kind of a he was kind of like a Noel Fielding on the IT crowd. Like <laughs> they set it up that way, where he just like he disappeared into the closet and he like with his long hair and dark clothes, and then but yeah, then he turned into like a, a good dude at the end of
0: it. So. Right, cause he does come off as like mysterious, weird almost creepy at the beginning yeah exactly (laughs) because
1: he's hiding in the closet like literally hiding in the closet
0: (laughs) his his closet has an elevator or two
1: yeah and and, uh and a roller coaster like like, adam's family vault I love yeah, like all of the sets they had to build for this, because obviously there was no CG, right? So
0: Oh yeah, all practical to, effects.
1: They had yeah. to construct they had to construct that like hidden roller coaster inside the closet that went down into the steam tunnels of the university. Right. And like they had to I could I could kinda tell like when they were building the house at the beginning of the movie, <laughs> something was gonna happen to it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, there was a, a, little, could, a little too obvious foreshadowing there, especially...
1: Yeah, I could
0: not have... Oh, I was just gonna, I could not have... <laughs> I was just gonna... Oh, no. I was just gonna say that uh, Jerry being such a dick to everybody and yelling at all the contractors and s- saying stupid things like, this is why you're doing this job because you didn't finish school.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, oh my god, he such a dick. Oh yeah, so Jerry... The, the asshole villain in this was also, because uh, I was like, who is that guy? And then he's like, oh, he's Pet from Ghostbusters. He's like the evil guy that works for like the EPA or whatever.
0: Right, right. He's, a, yeah, yeah, definitely so a that guy.
1: Classic, yeah, William Atherton, <laughs> is his name, I looked it up I'm like, oh yeah, that guy was in everything in the 80s. Right. But yeah, so when they were constructing that house, I knew something was going to happen to it. And the plot of the movie, yeah, that they're building this giant laser. Like maybe I could have put two and two together if I was thinking about it, but I did not expect the house to get blown up by being filled with popcorn. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, because they're for genius. Yeah, and it was still foreshadowed. Like
1: in the very one of the very first scenes when Val Kilmer shows up to his house, he's like, "You stink." What is that? Popcorn? I hate
0: popcorn. And then he throws it on the <laughs> Right. <laughs> and but so yeah. they, of course, they're super geniuses. So they build a giant Jiffy Pop popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come
1: maybe me want some popcorn.
0: <laughs> and, and so, yeah, the, 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 the laser, which is used by the military when, and they're trying to thwart this, and so as you say, oh, yeah, this laser that can burn through anything is being used to pop popcorn and it just pops. Oh, because yeah, it was a... the, the laser was hotter than the sun, they said.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's like there was a lot of focus on the real technical aspects of building this laser, like there's a lot of science talk like it was mostly like real like about the something about the isotopes of the gases for the laser something something and like super cooling it I don't know I was like this is needless detail for this kind of movie <laughs> but then at the end yeah they're like oh my god when they finally cracked it because the pressure was on from well they didn't know the pressure was on from the military to get it past five megawatts or whatever <laughs> um but yeah like when they finally did it and they tested it at the school and it like blew across the quad and like blew a hole through like the everything high, the, the bronze statue <laughs> a and tree joint <laughs> yeah exactly and then they're like oh my god that's hotter than the sun <laughs> yeah it only it didn't set this house on fire it just popped popcorn
0: yeah well one of the things that uh the the, the beginning of the movie uh, they're they're watching a video to try and sell this military weapon to the to the top brass of the military and it was a very Star Wars opening but I mean like Ronald Reagan as president of the United States 80s Star Wars program because th- that was yeah. a thing. Uh, Ronald Reagan talked about this Star Wars program of putting weapons in space which uh, most people were yeah. horrified by this idea, so this was definitely playing on that era because it was the same same time period.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, that's like when I said it's a mixture of hijinks and Cold War propaganda, which <laughs> is absolutely delivered on that promise.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And another thing too was all of this proto-foreshadowing of. Other shows and movies and characters. There's a lot of material in this movie that relates to things that come after the fact. We're 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 watching the movie and saying, oh, that character is like this character, but wait a minute, that show didn't even come out for another 10 years.
1: You mean George Costanza? Yes. The one. And then I went through the car, and I'm like, "Oh my God, it's actually George Costanza." And that's when we realized the professor's name is Jerry.
0: <laughs> I just about died when I, I put that together.
1: We
0: were both laughing, and then he's like, "Come on, Jerry!" And we both just killed killed ourselves. Right. So, but yeah, he he had such George Costanza mannerisms. This guy, the the guy who was kind of the liaison between the military and the professor. Yeah. Yeah. And then also Laszlo's character. At one point, we realized that he's kind of like a proto Keanu Reeves. It was bizarre, but like later Keanu Reeves, not Bill and Ted Keanu. but
1: Yeah, like present day present Keanu de- Reeves. Yes. Got, yeah, kind of scruffy and unkempt, but like not overly threatening. Right. And like kind of chill, but kind of mysterious.
0: So really weird making notes about that. Uh, I don't know how you felt about that.
1: Um, yeah, like, you mentioned that a little bit, but then, yeah, like, I also said he's kind of like the, the Noel
0: Field thing in the IG crowd. <laughs> I can't remember his character's name, but yeah, like, he just lived in fun the didn't say much. <laughs> and what says an 80s movie like a montage? Montage. Montage. It's a montage. Montage. It's a montage. Montage. It's a montage. Montage.
1: There was a couple. I counted
0: four montages in this movie.
1: Yeah. (laughs) But, like, nobody was, like, getting jacked or, like, trying on clothes. They were, like,
0: Well, they were doing their their nerd super genius building the weapons or getting through the test. Yeah. Yeah,
1: the first one was, like, the classic, like, passage of time montage. And they kept cutting back to the lecture hall. And as a symbol of the time, people had set up boom boxes to record the lecture. (laughs) And every time they cut back, there was more and more boom boxes and less people. And then finally when they cut back, the teacher was replaced by like a a projector.
0: No, (laughs) it was was a tape recorder, but it was a big uh, reel-to-reel tape recorder.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like, another, like, very 80s audio device,
0: other than the kid who showed up. Yeah. The professor recorded his own lecture and just set up the tape machine for all of the other tape machines to record. So that was super meta. Yeah.
1: But then it scrawled on the chalkboard, what was it, math doesn't work. By audio or something like that. It was, oh yeah, it flashed really quick and I missed it and chance to note it down. But. <laughs> yeah, that was a
0: clever attention to detail. Oh, there was also the two-tone hair on Kent. He had. Oh, he Kent had, was the worst. <laughs> he, yeah, he he totally was the worst. He was, uh, he was the narc. <laughs> oh yeah. He was always killing the fun. He was the suck up to Jerry, and he was the worst character, but easy to manipulate.
1: Yeah, he was kind of
0: the patsy. He was like the tall
1: guy. Right. He didn't really get a comeuppance at the end. Well, he sort of had a comeuppance at the end, but he wasn't the main villain. Yeah. Like, he was in the house when it exploded with popcorn, but then he just kind of, like, lost it with, like, wee, popcorn!
0: <laughs> yeah, he also had that totally 80s two-tone hair where it was blonde on top, but the sides and, and back were were brown hair. And Yeah,
1: it was, like, kind of, um, what's it? Fred from
0: scooby-doo but because <laughs> i went for that style in the 80s as a teenager i bleached my the top of my head <laughs> blonde oh it was horrible oh, too Andrew. it was it was the worst because i did it myself with peroxide <laughs> oh gosh <laughs>
1: like orange
0: yeah it was it was yeah it was not good <laughs>
1: Yeah. Oh, I, can't <laughs> use the t- I couldn't tell. Did he have really fucked up teeth or did he have braces?
0: He had braces because that came oh, okay. up later where they hid
1: uh, uh, the
0: mic. Oh yeah. Not the microphone, but the little speaker or transducer. Oh yeah, make
1: him think he was hearing God. That's right. <laughs> right. Oh, I didn't realize they were attaching it to his braces. Cause yeah, every once in a while when he'd smile or talk, it was just like this like gray. And I was like, oh, my God, does he have, like, really fucked up teeth? How would they put him in a
0: Hollywood (laughs) movie, even in the 80s? No, he had braces, and that's where they they knock him out with gas, and then they attach a transducer so that they can put thoughts in his head. And because it's (laughs) wired to his jaw, it sounds like the voice of Jesus.
1: Oh, oh, Bone Resonance! Bone
0: Resonance! Yay! <laughs> We've returned yes. to Bone Resonance.
1: <laughs> yeah, so he was hearing Jesus, and they're like, you must stop this military weapon from being made, and also stop touching yourself. Because
0: yes. they had
1: to, like... So yeah, so there was, that was kind of the whiplash in this movie because I could, maybe even some of the scenes they went back and added to make it more teen rompy. Like the whole, we we started talking about the, the pool scene, which was taking place in an auditorium, which they somehow installed a water slide in. It was, I,
0: yeah, they had yeah. set up a small of were, pool of, in there.
1: Yeah, it was, it was, that was one of like Val Kilmer's like hijinks. Right. But then, yeah, so they needed a bunch of bikini babes at their super nerdy, like, tech college. So they're like, oh, they're from the beautician school. And it was just, like, a bunch of women in skimpy... Oh, excuse me, in skimpy 80s bikinis. Right. Like, oh, the beautician. Like, none of them had names. They were all just <laughs> the beauticians.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's that was the, the one, the one... One of them was eating a hamburger, Belgium, and they was like, you don't want to eat that. It'll give you huge breasts, and then he's like, "Oh no, I'm too late." (laughs) It's like that was the one thing where I'm just like, "Yo."
0: But it's (laughs) just a cheesy pickup line. I mean, but
1: no, that's not a cheesy pickup line. That's gross. (laughs) Well, I guess it is better than probably nowadays. It would just be a full-on egg. It would be like, "You don't need that cheeseburger. It will make you really fat." Just like that. <laughs> and be like, screw you, I can even yeah. do I want.
0: Because he yeah, he made her laugh. Yeah.
1: So what was the cheesy pickup line? What's oh. uh <laughs> like your favorite line oh, oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's <laughs> it's almost incongruous to the rest of the movie because it's oh, yeah, so okay. so bizarre. <laughs> okay,
1: let's see if I can deliver it. So he got, when he's at Jerry's house for a meeting or something. The, the military guy is just leaving and for some reason the military guy's daughter is with him. Right. Maybe she like, it's his assistant or something. So Val is kind of hitting on her going, oh yeah, let me know if there's anything I can do for you. We're to you. <laughs> <laughs> and then she looks at him like dead in the eye, totally straight face and was like, can you hammer a six inch nail into a board with your penis? <laughs> just like, just straight up. And it was like, just, unacknowledged and then he just kind of like he just kind of says no and then so she leaves and that is it that's all yeah oh
0: no she did say one more thing she says a girl's gotta have standards you know
1: oh yeah a girl's gotta have standards and that being standard <laughs> i don't know maybe i'm doing things all wrong maybe i are gonna try that sometimes. <laughs> try that line just unprompted <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, but it was such a weird thing because uh, as far as I'm sure, I'm pretty sure that that was the only scene she was in. She doesn't come back in the movie. I
1: think, unless, was she the one when he showed up at Jerry's house in the middle of the night and there was like a sexy blonde oh. lady on the stairs in a, like, in a button-down shirt? Was that her? Or was that the other blonde lady who kept recurring as like, I... like a sex pot character?
0: I'm really not sure because it, it was unclear because she was upstairs. It wasn't well lit. And I'm not sure. Sh- yeah, they never ah. did a close up. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, either it was the the faculty woman who was a weird character. With
1: the, the, the religion, really dope glasses getting us yeah. the glasses I'm looking at right now. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> so it was either yeah, her, and-
0: but I don't think that Jerry would be banging the military guy's daughter. That, was, that doesn't yeah, really yeah, that doesn't really check out. You know that, that
1: Yeah, it checks out more that it's that faculty woman because she was the one who also tried to have sex with the 15 year old out of nowhere.
0: <laughs> yes, that She's like that are, was you, so are you are
1: yeah are you bitch oh i was waiting till you were old enough
0: and like kissed him and i'm like he's 15 right and also val kilmer kind of hits on her at the beginning
1: oh yeah yeah you're very beautiful
0: yeah and and she's more that's more very receptive yeah she was very receptive to what val kilmer was (laughs) putting down
1: yeah but val kilmer is an adult man And it's attractive. He's not a 15 year
0: old boy. Right, but it was like clearly she's 10 years older than him.
1: Well, yeah.
0: Yeah, and she's still like
1: appropriate.
0: Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Not in today's workforce. Well,
1: she wasn't like his boss or something. She was at some.
0: She was a faculty member at a university
1: and he's a student. she was faculty, I think she was like a secretary or something.
0: Okay, but on the payroll.
1: <laughs> yeah. Universities are like tens of thousands of people. I don't object. I object <laughs> to them using her character as this just sex pot, and then at the end, she ends up with Laszlo and they drive away in his RV with yes. all of the prizes he won and the to Lay raffle. That he right. hacked by like entering over 1 million times. And he's like, at this rate, I predict I'll win 34% of the prizes.
0: <laughs> well, because they set out the rules of the competition that there, there was no limit to the number of entries. So he was yeah, just mailing just tens of thousands of entries. Yeah, no, he's
1: <laughs> over a million. He said,
0: okay. Yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah.
1: So yeah, at the end you got this RV and like big screen TV and like and, uh, they were driving off to like live off the grid.
0: Right, because she somehow has a uh, property in the middle of nowhere.
1: Yeah. Oh, 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 and that, during, so last, going back to last song, I was like, he's familiar, he's kind of familiar. Finally, I, I googled it. It didn't mean anything to you, but he was Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite. I was like, oh, no. And then he he drove off in an RV, which is what his character was in Napoleon Dynamite. He lived in an RV.
0: Well, that was 100% on purpose. But, yeah, I had to admit to you that I have not seen Napoleon Dynamite.
1: Oh, man. That will be on the list. Napoleon Dynamite is, like, a very specific 2005 movie.
0: right (laughs) right i remember everyone talked about it i just never got around to seeing it and i'm sure it would have been the kind of movie i would have loved i just didn't watch it
1: yeah i remember so specifically because it came out the summer of 2005 when i was living in england and i came home and all my friends were like obsessed with it and like whenever we'd just hang out at someone's house we'd we'd watch napoleon (laughs) died like repeatedly (laughs) Oh, remember oh. hanging out at people's houses?
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're we're doing a 90s style here. We're talking over the phone. That's true. <laughs> Which
1: is Watching... working better than like all the streaming technology we tried to use today. That was just oh, that was painful. <laughs> I shouldn't be allowed to try and uh, use technology. I need I need one of those like old people remotes for the TV that just has like on volume channel up channel down like no other buttons no settings oh my god or like yeah. one of those like cell phones <laughs> Just, I, mean, I think it's the John Mulaney joke where it's like you have a cell phone like one button is for your
0: kids and one button is one. that's it <laughs> does that remote need a help me I've fallen and I can't get up button
1: <laughs> oh yeah oh I wonder so Here's a fun anecdote <laughs> I could not <have> gone <laughs> in the beginning of the show. So since last report, I've set up my Google Home, so now I'm being spied on at all hours of the day. Nice. <laughs> but I wonder if it if I can. It very explicitly tells you it can't call nine hundred and eleven. Oh. Because <laughs> I well because I've set it up to call like to be like a speaker to call my mom and stuff. So when I'm like, oh, Google, like, call my mom. It'll be like, just a reminder that you cannot use this function for emergency calls. I'm like, cool. Thank wow. You um, I think it's because, like, in houses with kids and stuff, you don't want those, like, false calls.
0: Right. But yeah. I wonder yeah. if, <laughs> I feel like,
1: if you fell and you couldn't get up, <laughs> you are like, <laughs> no, no, really, please. <laughs> I guess I could use it to call, like, my mom, who could then call them. Yes,
0: you might be dead by then, but... <laughs> Yeah,
1: yeah, but I do, I do, maybe it's out of slight paranoia, I do unplug it sometimes when I'm not using it. But I, that's more because it gets really warm and I just look like terrified, I'm like, oh, fire hazard, or how much power is it using? But when it is on, I did change the voice to a male British voice, so I'm like, how long until I fall in love with my Google Home voice thing? <laughs> like, probably not long. I'm gonna like make it say things like nice things to me. I haven't done that because I'm like, because I was just like, because you can make it just say whatever you want. Mm. (laughs) And it's funny because I like, when I first set it up, I made it say like some inside jokes and (laughs) videotaped it, or videotaped it, you know, recorded it and sent it to my friend, and she's like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. (laughs) I haven't made it say like, Jessica, you look very pretty today. (laughs) I could though. I'm getting there. <laughs> Check out me. Let's
0: talk about the music in this because this was certainly a, a retro trip for me. Oh, peak eighties. <laughs> peak. Peak, 80s. peak. It had some Brian Adams, who Brian
1: Adams
0: <laughs> has become problematic lately, <laughs> being oh, yeah. a I, I being a horrible vegan.
1: I, I'm just like as far as I'm concerned like he stopped existing after like that like what's it called when you do a
0: duet of three people Is that a thing oh a
1: trio, a trio a I trio, think a yeah triette yeah anyway as far as I'm concerned like uh finished when he did like a, oh. a duet with Sting and uh
0: who was the third oh,
1: oh my god this is oh my god I'm blanking I can picture him crazy hair Ron Stewart
0: Oh my god. It was the three of them. Wow.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that, that Robin Hood, that Robin oh, Hood. Oh no, that have, was you, ever, Tears. have oh, you ever Have you ever loved
0: a woman? Oh, oh No,
1: that one, have You Ever Loved a Woman was from oh, Okay. No, I gotta break this. That was from some movie that had Kevin Costner in it. Robin Hood. Yes. Okay. That was from Robin Hood. There was excellent audio content. I'm <laughs> trying to like sit in the darkness of my blanket for it. And try to figure out Brian Adams' song. So there was the <laughs> All for One. Yeah. With Sting.
0: And Rod Stewart. So
1: Brian Adams, Sting, and Rod Stewart. That was definitely Three
0: Musketeers. It was All for One and One for Yes, okay. Yeah, that makes
1: um, sense. The one, it's, it's like his biggest song ever, and I'm completely. Oh, everything I do, I do it for you. That oh. was from Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. And have
0: you ever really loved a woman? from Okay, I gotta look it up. I, I feel shame for not knowing this. Don Juan DeMarco, starring Johnny
1: Depp. Fantastic. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah. And so in this movie, what was One Night Love Affair? Is that the, uh, the song? I think so, because when you're like, oh my God, it's Brian Adams. So I was like, this is too early brian adams no so it wasn't a song that i knew but yeah it wasn't the song that i knew but obviously the voices were unmistakable
0: right and it ended with tears for fears as it rolls yes. to credits it's tears for fears and then do,
1: do, 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 do. that one yeah
0: and and then because it was on ctv the credits rolled by at four times speed and so yeah. when it got to the music section, we just couldn't read it. There were some other there names.
1: Was Don there was Don, a Dom Henley. Yeah,
0: Hanlon. there was yeah. a couple, a couple of other, others. yeah, there were a couple names there that I, I probably would have recognized, but certainly if it wasn't a big name, it was definitely synth rock, synth oh. pop. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it, I was totally into that, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was okay, my jam. Okay.
1: Those were your your jams?
0: Yeah. So when the montage scenes were on, I was just like, yeah, more montage. It's a montage. Montage. It's a montage. Montage. Oh,
1: man.
0: And, hey, what do you think of a university pre-computers? There were only two computers in the university that I saw. One was Laszlo, and the other one yeah. Kent had. But he was probably some uber-rich kid to begin with. He had yeah, his I own mean, computer.
1: I mean, yeah, like so when you're watching a movie the 80s, because it's all very 80s-like, and I've seen lots of 80s movies, and I'm used to seeing no computers, but for a movie that was about super high-tech laser yeah. stuff, you, you would have thought there would have been a lot more computers.
0: No, it was all relays and circuits and and tubes yeah. and, and lenses.
1: <laughs> yeah. E eproms.
0: E- 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 yeah, eproms.
1: <laughs> like that was an unnecessary bit of dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the there was long stretches of really technical dialogue I'm like, this is a comedy action movie? Why are we talking about the sublimation point of certain elements it just it it just screeched to a halt and you could just sort of see the actors just reciting the words because they had to memorize them
0: oh and at one point i mentioned to you as we were watching this that for an 80s movie the characters were definitely quote unquote on the spectrum of course, that was not a phrase used. Oh, well, that's, you were just quirky or weird or an oddball nerd. But, but, but I mean, that's uh, the other Big Bang
1: Theory thing, right? Like, yeah, the Sheldon, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think the Sheldon in this movie was the girl. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That'd be fair, because she was very, very quirky. Yeah, quirky and, like,
1: really, like, oblivious to social cues and stuff. And she's like, my roommate... I, she's like, I never sleep. My roommate hates me because I'm, like, up all night, like, standing floor. yeah knitting sweaters and things like that so yeah but i mean i mean not inaccurate to the field i would imagine
0: (laughs) probably yeah
1: well i mean uh, my only two references are big Bang theory in this so
0: (laughs) (laughs) because they're in a uh, a university dorm uh, there's various things on the walls posters and stuff like that and one thing i noticed which really I clued into, there was uh, an Escher poster on the wall. Do you know who Escher is?
1: Yeah, of course. That's like the upside down stairs, right?
0: Yeah, he does all of those impossible kind of, impossible staircases or whatever.
1: Yeah, from the labyrinth.
0: Right. So there was was a poster, an Escher poster, where it's a man and a woman. It's one continuous strip. So it's not their entire face. It's the strip that kind of makes up their faces, but it connects the two and then they connect back together. So it's all one strip, but it's two people. I had that poster. <laughs> that I had that exact poster on my wall. I was just like, Ma! Did, you, <laughs> did you feel
1: attacked? No, was no, no. Okay. No,
0: I, I thought, wow, that this is really hitting peak 80s because, yeah, <laughs> I had that exact poster as well as one where an alligator is walking out of a drawing within the drawing and <laughs> 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 I'm totally into Escher. <laughs>
1: awesome. I want to, like, what was the era? We need to find a movie that, that was that was recorded during that very small window of time when Magic Eye posters were sort a of thing. Oh my. Do you remember Magic Eye. Yes. <laughs> I, was I in- remember, I, to this day, I can't see them. Like oh, I can't. I, was- I remember being like 12, 13 years old, just in the mall, just like staring at them at the kiosk. I can't, like I can't cross my eyes or relax enough <laughs> to see to see what I'm supposed
0: to see. I was in Japan when that was a thing in in Japan. I don't know if it, <laughs> it was probably the same time period, but that was a wow. craze in Japan and those things were everywhere and yeah, I could I could do that. You it, it took a while to learn how to do that, but but yeah, you have to yeah, relax your eyes. Yeah, headache. Yeah, and and I remember those uh, uh, because they were super cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I think it was. I, I want to
1: say, like, it was a real short period of time, but they were really popular. I want to say, '94 might be too late.
0: Hmm, oh
1: no, early, 94?
0: it was early '90s, yeah, yeah.
1: So I definitely remember the kiosks in the mall, and I would just stand there trying to see them, and my mom's like, hurry up. Like, but I want, I want to see it. And then somebody would walk by, and be like, "Oh, so cool! There's a wolf." So I'm like, "I don't see it." <laughs> I think once, once I think I saw one that was like a jet, like a jet airplane. But uh people are like, "Oh my god, it's so beautiful!" Like you can see the fish jumping out of the water. I'm like, I can't see anything. I
0: I could see, see that being life. so frustrating too.
1: Yes, because you feel but It's like you're being gaslit because you're like, <laughs> no, it's just, it's like, it's the Star Trek, like, genre thing. There are four lights, like, I'm like, no, no, there's five.
0: I just do the fact, the, the, the concept that Magic Eye was designed specifically to gaslight you. <laughs>
1: Yes, as a form of torture.
0: I was like a prisoner of class warfare. <laughs> Love it. Uh, oh, another a, a stereotype. You back in... This
1: trauma. It's fresh
0: now. <laughs> a stereotype in this movie that kind of uh, cracked me up was lasers have sound. They have oh, cool Yeah, pew, pew, yeah pew, cool pew. low synth sounds that oh, <laughs> and and when it, when it got bigger it got lower <laughs> yeah more power Man, lower it, sound
1: like the the, the light itself would have sound but presumably the, the mechanics like
0: and lasers themselves don't really have light <laughs>
1: Or, but, like, you I don't can know only, what made up. Yeah. But, but like you gotta switch on a big switch and it sucks up a lot of power like they like blew the whole grid of the university. Presumably things that drop power make a lot of sound
0: True. I guess it's the sound of all of the, the, the relays. Remember he had to go and I have to go in the back and change the relays <laughs> Oh Q, Q, Q. <laughs> <laughs> Oh another thing that we both kind of Laughed at was there in the lunchroom, and boy, was there a lot of milk on the table. Everyone was oh, yeah. drinking milk was like, out of small milk? cartons.
1: <laughs> That's like, is that, and that must have been a thing because you know how, like, for years and years, everybody was meant to believe that, like, fat is the enemy when it comes to, you know, healthy eating, but that was right. because, like the sugar lobby. <laughs> paid they're just, they're researchers like <laughs> millions of dollars in the early 80s or something but so is it just like big milk <laughs> like I, I,
0: it. it was such a weird scene but maybe maybe that was just a thing you know drink milk and yeah they had that i i don't know if that that scene was meant to mock milk drinking it was it was no i don't think so yeah, or whether in the '80s anyone would have even noticed that, but now it's like milk. <laughs> I want almond milk, please and thank you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, you're giving me you're giving me like traumatic flashbacks to all those commercials that kept happening <laughs> during trying to stream this that would freeze my feet. Oh. It was, like, was almond milk and then four kinds of yogurt. Yogurt. Like, what kind of targeted advertising is this? <laughs> They're like, oh, you're a woman in your late 30s. You need to be more regular. Here's
0: some <laughs> Oh, and then there was that one scene where Val Kilmer has to think seriously. So he goes out on the balcony. And it is oh, such a movie that set. set?
1: <laughs> that set was amazing. With like the night sky like backdrop. That
0: was but it was just so fake.
1: the night sky. <laughs> With yeah. all the like, fake plants. <laughs> it was like some, I think maybe because it was supposed to be, it wasn't a real school I think that exists, but it was supposed to be prestigious because like the, the dining hall had like these carved wooden chairs and these yeah. chairs and stuff, so it was meant to be like a, like right. an Ivy League type yes. yeah, of yeah, school. Yeah. So yeah, I think that was what it was supposed to be. It was the roof of this ivy-leaf building. So it was all this plastic ivy. <laughs> <laughs> and he was just sitting cross-legged looking at the stars that were <laughs>
0: really fake. Yeah, that was the, yeah, that was a little bizarre.
1: It was almost like a stage play. Like that's how bad the set was.
0: Oh, and the clothing too. There was so, it was so 80s. I saw a guy wearing a keyboard scarf. That was so 80s. <laughs> <laughs> and even Sorry. Jerry was, there was, it, was a, it was
1: invented by it was invented by Mugatu I invented the piano Kinecta, Jerry what have you done? <laughs> Nothing
0: and there was <laughs> there was a scene where Jerry was wearing head to toe fila because fila was huge in the 80s I remember having fila stuff and thinking I was pretty dope <laughs> Fila. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's an Italian brand.
1: Oh, yeah. I know Fila. It. It's still a thing.
0: Yeah. It kind of comes and goes. But... Uh,
1: I think that's associated with tennis. Like, oh, in terms Yeah, of, that would make sense. Like, in terms of, you know, um, what's it called? Endorsement.
0: <laughs> tennis was huge in the 80s. I'm surprised there wasn't yeah. a tennis scene. <laughs> Steffi
1: Graf. Bjorn Borg. Yeah. <laughs> John McEnroe. <laughs>
0: Martina Navitrilova. <laughs> Martina Navitrilova, yes. <laughs> huh. Okay. I I guess that kind of wraps up most of the things unless there's something else. Yeah, I'm else, also but, like, yeah. about to
1: start hallucinating in like, my catfish <laughs> that I've constructed here. Also.
0: <laughs> Lack of oxygen? <laughs>
1: I'm commuting with nature in my living room underneath
0: the polyester <laughs> blanket. The, the end. end. I think it's still a great movie. I would recommend it. Actually. Oh
1: yeah, I like, I would recommend it too. It's on CTV for free. If you can tolerate like 85 yogurt commercials <laughs> and like your Chromecast crapping out on you.
0: Yeah,
1: I'll, I'll say
0: that it's for free, probably for Canadians. I don't think anyone outside of Canada will be able to use the CTV app.
1: Oh, that's true. It, it may, but then you have so many other not. things in other countries.
0: Exactly, maybe look for the it.
1: The Hulu has it worth like one of them
0: Right, without commercials, hopefully.
1: <laughs> oh wait, no, nothing's free in America. Like the CTV, the CBC and stuff is free because public broadcasting. Right. Oh PBS? Would it be on the PBS app? Probably <laughs>
0: like you, you got, not. You got,
1: your, you got your, you got your Midsummer Murders. You got your Downton Abbey. You got your Real Genius <laughs> starring Val kilmore from 1985. I doubt it. <laughs> And then, like they, they instead of commercials, they interrupt you and ask you for donations. <laughs> Brought to you in part by viewers like you.
0: <laughs> so, where can we find us on the internet, Jessica?
1: On the internet, <laughs> on the <laughs> EE Proms. You can find us uh, at Swimcast. S W Y N C A S T on Twitter and Instagram or email us at, swimcast at gmail.com
0: Great. Okay. So, until next time, later. Oh, stick around. There'll be something after
1: <laughs> Oh yeah, the music. After the music. The music so, fits.
0: there'll be some sort of music feature and there'll be some outtakes. So, uh goodbye. Stick around. Oh,
1: there's a lot of outtakes for this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, be prepared for a lot of sounds of me grunting while getting up and down off the floor. (laughs) Enjoy. All right, bye. Bye.
0: Hi there, Sturmonix here. I just wanted to thank you for sticking around and making it this far into the podcast. The feature song today is one of the new background tracks, which is called, Sometimes I Drink Water to Surprise My Liver. After that, there'll be some outtakes. Always with the outtakes. So wrapping it up, this is an awesome movie. I loved it.
1: <laughs> Good.
0: Yeah. So,
1: worst podcast ever. That'll be an outtake. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um.
0: So, Jessica, where can we find us on the internet? So let's actually get to talking about the movie.
1: Oh, yes. yeah. What was the premise of her podcast again? I (laughs) legit forgot for a minute. But we're like, oh, yeah, we (laughs) got to watch a movie. We got to
0: watch a movie at some point here. Uh, And this is a special episode because this is an episode where we flip it up. Music goes here. (laughs) So what that means is today Jessica is not picking the movie.
1: You're getting revenge. I'm getting revenge.
0: Swimcast is brought to you by ABC, the Anunnaki Broadcast Corporation, and heard on Nibiru Networks across the Tri-Galaxy region. Nibiru Networks, holograms so real you can touch them.
1: Like, oh my god!